Welcome back, Chucksters, to Chucked. Austin Charles is with me, Charles Braxton, and we are the Chucks of Chuck. And I'm excited to be back. Um, it's been a momentous summer, Austin, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the, we want to catch our faithful Chucksters and Chuckettes up on our summer meanderings. And uh, first, start we we started with Hilton Head. We spent time there, and and you and I counted we played somewhere around 35 hours of singles tennis mm-hmm. in our time in Hilton Head, which is uh, was brutal on me because you just beat me to a pulp, but uh, <laughs> that was fun. Great time in Hilton Head, wasn't it? Had some family mm-hmm. came down. Yeah, we had a lot of family there. It was a different year in uh, Hilton Head Force, a different rhythm, but a, I would say just as good, but different uh, with... Having an, uh, an agenda, we don't usually have uh, yeah. on vacation. We yeah, usually, we did. We did. You, you work out as which, long as you want which, in the Which, you know, if you want to make Austin grumpy, just give him an agenda. Well, as we talked about, <laughs> we did. We, we talked, talked about, about last that. season, so, yeah, I don't there even was... have a calendar in my normal day-to-day. And uh, so to have one on yeah. vacation really stresses me out. Uh, but you have to do that when you have 25 people there. You have to yeah. let everyone know when dinner Special. Is. It was a special, special week. Uh, J.D. and Kelly had their... 30th 30th anniversary yeah, it was. Yeah. so 30th yeah, yeah. and uh, a lot of so a lot of good football talk with that that yeah, was good family and it was good we just man mm-hmm. we love our nieces and nephews and it was just, they're so rich the older we get you know at the reception jd said you know man we can't just depend on holidays to be together we've got to create other moments and yeah it's so at the end of the day man your family is everything well there's a there's a there's a not many people that can enjoy have that, that enjoyable of a vacation um, with that much family in, I know. in one small spot that we're yeah. fortunate enough to have, and um, and yeah, it was good. It was so cool, you know, watching Gunner um, with his cousins and getting uh, just like he's just renewed other interests in him, getting into baseball, getting into to uh, you know. Just a bunch of different stuff. It was really cool to see that. I just, mm-hmm. I just love to see that development in him. Yeah. Uh, and then I, if I, I just, I'm really, really risking our time by mentioning that. Then your mom and I went to the Martha's Vineyard at the end of July for our own trip, and I need to stop there because, <laughs> as you know, once I get started, and Mr. Pete Washburn, our producer. Well, yeah, you guys just took uh, about 15 you know, minutes. Time we just talking. we just blew 15 minutes when I he didn't know that I'd been there, jumped off the Jaws Bridge, swam Pete's in the Jaws waters. He's from Massachusetts. Uh, he came in and said, "You know, there were over a hundred shark sightings in in around Cape Cod and the vineyard." I said, "No, no, no, 161." Doesn't worry you at all. It doesn't. Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> Jerry's like, "Get out of the water! Are you, are you hoping you see one?" I said, "Yes, I'm hoping I see one. That would be stick a fork in me, take me out of the oven. I am done. <laughs> I mean, if I saw one, they're not going to hurt you. Uh, it's one that you don't see that 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 you got to be a little skittish about, but." I was, you know, it was just, I, I, I got to stop. I got to stop 
because it was awesome and we have important things to talk about. But well, if, gotta, you ever wanna do, if you ever want to do if you ever want to do a podcast on what I did on my summer vacation in Martha's Vineyard, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm all in, man. You yeah. know, like I was telling Pete today, Jaws is this convergence of I love the seventies, as you know. Mm-hmm. I love beach, I love water, I love boats, I love architecture, you know, mm-hmm. and Martha's Vineyard is well, heaven think, on earth I for me. Let's just I put it that can, way. <laughs> I think we can spend this this uh, this next twenty minutes of talking about that. We can what I had told you originally. We can allude to that for next week because that still will be relevant for next we week. We can do that. Uh, I don't know if I have anything useful to say about it that is applicable to our Chucksters. Uh, well, I think uh, listeners would agree that they like getting to know you on a more personal level. Yeah, that time and in, in, in real life doesn't afford, but that's what this. Um, sort of outlet does afford is to get yeah. to get to know you on a more um, uh, just a less uh, less formal basis less formal yeah. basis to, to take the clergy away from you a little bit yeah. and more as well some a, would argue whether the clergy is still exists <laughs> in me but uh, that's for another yeah. day too yeah. um, I mean I, I'll go wherever you want I mean obviously we were prepared today to talk about the Road Warriors series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that is going to be relevant as we go two more weekends. Actually, we added a, yeah, yeah. a fourth weekend. And that's what I mean. I mean we, have, we have time to um, talk about that. Yeah, and, and, and actually a week from yesterday, as of this recording, is when the uh, Players Box officially launches. Yeah, but yeah. Um, So you guys, you guys went to, uh, to Martha's Vineyard uh, late July for yeah. a few days. Yeah. And, and to, to what, what demonstrates this, how... Uh, just big of a deal that is for you. You guys did a weekend trip to Martha's Vineyard. You drove there just for the weekend, mm-hmm. which I don't think anyone would do for any. No, no. And which place. you know, for us, <laughs> your mom and I love the drive. Yeah. We, I, I, for me, it's decompressing. Mm-hmm. I, I won't do it again because I just wanted to do it once. Yeah. We'll fly next time. I mean, I mean driving and, to East and Coast God is a willing, drive. there will be a next time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe not next year. One but... can only afford a, a drive through Pennsylvania once in a while. Oh life. my gosh, there's a, there's a toll road every quarter mile. Yeah. The rest stops <laughs> in the East Coast, though, right, Pete, are the best rest stops oh, in the world. Unbelievable. They're malls. Unbelievable. <laughs> they are. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, they yeah. have to be because because. You know, you get off, and they can't let you meander. They can't have enough toll booths, mm-hmm. right? They they couldn't produce, so they have to give you all your service when you get off. And mm-hmm. they are they're amazing. They are absolutely yeah. amazing. And so we drove up, went up to Cleveland, drove across ninety, and we came back Pennsylvania Turnpike. So we came back a different way, and it was a it was it was a perfect trip. I mean, it just was. The only thing that was imperfect about it is for some reason we were listening to an audio. We were listening to uh, to. A gentleman in Moscow on the way back, and somehow in Pittsburgh, I missed my exit off to seventy, hmm. and I was I was near to Akron before I realized that I I, I mean it was not, not I'm, I'm exaggerating, but I it, it took us an hour and a half out of our way into Dude. thunderstorms. That was like okay, there's nothing perfect in this world because after that point, it had been a perfect trip. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I dare say it was the happiest three days of my life, okay? <laughs> I just want to tell you that. Um, uh, you know. Some people, we haven't mentioned yet, why, for our listeners, why is Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard so significant to you? I knew nothing about Martha's Vineyard until the summer of 1975. Mm-hmm. When my sister Beth, after my parents refusing to allow me to go <laughs> see Jaws because I was a a little, you know, 
almost 14-year-old, and it's too violent for you. My sister Beth went, and she was in town this weekend, so we got to talk about this. I got to show her my whole Jaws basement, which is the most unique Jaws collection in the world because half of it I made, I've made. And uh, I said, you know, I want you to see this, Beth, because you started this. I still remember when she got home from the movie, upstairs where our bedrooms were, tell me about the movie. And I still remember, I mean, she took me through that flawlessly. I can still remember the details she shared about the shark going into the pond after Coach Chief Brody's son gone. And she started all this. And then that captivated me. And uh, where's this film? I got the, obviously the Jaws log is probably the most iconic making of movie book in, in history, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Singer, Quentin Tarantino, I mean, just every movie maker said they got their start with the Jaws log. Well, it it just... I mean, I, I I literally had to get two copies. I I wore it out as I started making my first mechanical shark that summer, and mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just for forty four years I've wanted to go to Martha's Vineyard, never done it. And and on and you, you kept saying this summer, I said, Dad, you got time in July? Go, go. It's been. I mean, we've been, had a rough year. We've had a really difficult, challenging year. And um, I, it was prescient of you because it was so renewing to me. Mm-hmm. Of just enjoying life and enjoying the things that I love, as I said, I I I just I love seventies. I love beach. I love boats. I love sharks, and I love architecture. Oh my gosh, you need to go to Martha's Vineyard because mm-hmm. it is the convergence of all those dynamics. I was just in awe going in Oak Bluffs and and seeing the gingerbread houses that were started by the Methodist Camp Movement. Going to Edgartown. Oh my gosh, heaven will be Edgartown. I have been to heaven. It's not Augusta National. It is mm-hmm. Edgartown. <laughs> it is Edgartown. And uh, I mean, your mom and I just walked Edgartown. Like we, we had one day, uh, we were <laughs> we were going to do some things, and then we just we missed some uh, times, and so we just walked Edgartown. It was just it was awesome. So it really renewed me. It was only three mm-hmm. days. It's about all we could afford to be in Barthes Vineyard for three days, man. It is. You can smell the money on that place. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a place, right, Pete? You can smell the money. Mm-hmm. You know, people, it's funny because people drive around in Jeep Wrangler, Sahara, uh, Saharas, and Toyota Tacomas. That's their roughing it vehicle. Right, mm-hmm. brand new Toyota Tacomas mm-hmm. and Jeep Wranglers. That's—I mean—you see them everywhere on the island. That's that's the that's the vacation vehicle, the roughing it vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, you know, am I right, Pete? Uh, you know, and uh, and it's just it's stunning. You know, I mean, I got to take my picture with the w- where the sign, the Amity, Welcome to Amity Island, Help Shark sign. Mm-hmm. You know, Chief, that's a deliberate mutilation of a public service pro- uh, <laughs> sign. I want those pain happy bastards caught and hung up by their Buster Browns. I mean, I got to stand right there where that sign was. It's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And by the Aquinnah, the lighthouse at Aquinnah that's in the background when, when you know, that's, I mean, it's just, it was just like, it was just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of experience, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so I got to experience. So for you, I mean, you've seen me come back now and, and, uh, if it were possible to inflame my passion for all those things, it happened. It really happened. I mean, mm-hmm. more... You have to the, jump off the bridge, right? You, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we got to... So Your greatest accomplishment in leadership, you've said. Uh, that, you know, I, I, I hope to think that I've helped in leadership in some way, but clearly the greatest leadership achievement of my life was talking my never-take-risk bride 
of 34 years into jumping off the Jaws bridge with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like anything, you know, if you see the pictures of it, I'm going to show them. I think I'm going to show the pictures of it this weekend at church. If you see the pictures of it, 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 I mean, it looks high, but it doesn't look nearly as high as it is when you're standing on top of that bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is more than I bargained for. Mm-hmm. And then I just wanted to keep doing it. After I did it once, you know, and, and the water was beautiful. It was a lot more clear than I expected it to be. Because, you know, like in Hilton Head, the Atlantic's not very clear at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the water was clear, and it was perfect temperature, and the tide was really strong. I mean, you get in the water. You, if you let it, the tide would have taken me out because the tide was going out when we jumped, which made the jump even uh, a, a higher breach. And uh, the tide, you just it would have taken me out to the ocean if, if you let it. I mean, it was that strong. And uh, we got up there, and I said, hey, I'll jump. And I, j- I jumped first, and then because I just wanted to make sure she was, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And then she jumped right after me, and we got it on, on, uh, on video and stuff. Some, uh, uh, a lady from Boston and uh, two kids were uh, there, and they took our picture. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and, which was awesome. They loved it. You know, uh, they were there. They were there, you know, to, to spend the day on the beach. It was a perfect sunny day. It was a perfect sunny morning. Uh, we wanted to do it early before, because in the afternoon when you get there, there are hundreds of people jumping off the bridge, hmm. you know, by the time of the afternoon. But in the morning, we were the only ones, and I got to reenact scenes from Jaws, Chief Brody running down the rocks to the pond, Harry, who, when he swims underneath the water, underneath the lady, and, and it alarms Chief Brody because his bad hat is, mm-hmm. he thinks, Chief Brody initially thinks it's the shark, and I got to do that, you know, his mm-hmm. squint, and... I got to do Pippet, 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 the dog, and just fun stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, but the Jaws Bridge was, was, it was the peak of my life, you know. It was, <laughs> it was the pinnacle of my life's experiences. <laughs> you know, the bridge has been rebuilt since Jaws, so there's actually uh, on the sides of it, there, there is an area where you can kind of sit and stuff, where that wasn't in existence when Jaws was filmed. So it's a little bit of a different bridge. It's more substantial Mm -hmm. than it was in 1974 when Jaws was filmed. But, uh, yeah, it was very renewing, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you know what I mean? I mean, I just, I I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to spend money, you know. So I, I, there's so many things in life I haven't done because I just don't want to spend the money. Mm I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I'll spend money on certain things, right? But boy, my God, that's the best money I've ever spent. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So a successful summer for all of us, and we're ready to get back into Yeah, we're ready to get, back, ready into to get back into everything. You. Yeah. You know, uh, as I told the team, I told you when I came back, you know, I think there's a extent, extent in which uh, I used to come back from break, and it was so renewing that. Um, I, I, I felt very pumped up. I think you do get to a point where your passion is more mature, and I don't come back all excited. You know, at nearly 58, it's a rich, fulfilling grind for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say it. It's rich, it's fulfilling, but it's a grind. You know, the the imagery, that, as you know, that I've used is when I used to go to the tractor pulls as a kid at the state fair and... And the fur, the 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 farther the tractor gets down that muddy dirt track, the the sled moves forward. So mm-hmm. the the weight isn't static. And for me, there's no question that leadership 
the sled moves forward every year. It does. It's on one's hand. I I think I go oh, man. What's wrong? It should be easier, and it's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's it's a it's a day to day thing. I think part of it is the intensity of problems today. The acceleration of the access to problems and uh, there's a complexity. And and then you know, a church that is now x amount of years old that and is very large and it's harder you know mm-hmm. i mean you you, you stop you, you know you, i'll give a biological a marine biological lesson here if a shark a great white stops moving it dies it sinks and dies it doesn't have a flotation mm-hmm. bladder and if you stop moving as a church you die it's you won't die immediately it may take years mm-hmm. but you die and so keeping the church moving Leadership is the art of disappointing people at a rate they can handle. Mm-hmm. So keeping the church moving at a, an acceptable rate, renewing, changing enough but not too much, adding things without being compl- you know it's mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean it's it's hard for me. I was listening. I was talking to a guy who was in our atrium this weekend who just retired from ministry from forty two years, and I always ask this to guys who were ahead of me in the race, and I said. You know, is it me or is it really this hard? He goes, oh, no. He said, I'm on the other side of this now. He said, it's really that hard. I said, well, it's funny because everybody thinks I have a cake job. And his wife goes, that's one of the reasons why it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and she and you could just see her, her, her experienced eyes. She and her husband, like the last 10 years of their ministry, they spent being interims for churches that were in crisis because they lost their pastor, but, you know, in the transition. So they spent the last 10 years doing various church leadership of helping churches heal. In some in some cases, it was a moral failure, that mm-hmm. deep wound on the body of Christ in that church. And and she said, oh, that's one, that's one of the reasons why it's hard, mm-hmm. you know. And... Uh, so this summer was critical. We've had so many family challenges. Um, and, and you know, I came back from break to some extent no better off. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons left. you took the... It's one of the reasons we took the, fun the trip. to the trip to yeah. the vineyard. Mm-hmm. In Amity, you say yad. <laughs> and then the yad not too far from the car. <laughs> Pete's giving me the the Massachusetts thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, and um, so the vineyard, and it was you know I think it was it was prescient. It was it was it, I mean I, God's care is amazing, and I've seen His care over your life, my life. Uh, he I think he I think he knew I needed that, mm-hmm. and, and I think for me you know I wouldn't enjoy it if Sherry didn't enjoy it. It was just, I mean, obviously, she wouldn't go to Martha's Vineyard if I didn't want to go. She loved it. Mm-hmm. She just, I mean, she just had the time of her life, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so it was, I think I'll look back and say, you know, that was that was a significant event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capital S, capital E. Yeah. Right? And um, every, you know, this year we celebrated 20 years in Hilton Head which was our goal to create a tradition for you and Jordan that you would have a place where you grew up. And it's, it's what am I right? It's a second home to you. I mean, you, you know, Hilton Head Island inside and out and it's become a tradition. And now we're in third generation 
of it, which is unbelievably rich. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's significant, right? Every year, every every year, our trip is significant mm-hmm. in its own way. But yeah, this was different. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the things I discovered this this summer, I hadn't defined it in this way. But my body is addicted to what happens to me when I speak. You know, I figured it out. The only, the only time I feel great is the 30 minutes after I speak. Now, after that 30 minutes, I come off an adrenal cliff. Mm-hmm. Especially after weekends, it, it's, there's, a, there's a whole process of, of low recovery high it's about a 24-hour process it really is it's about Mm -hmm. a 24-hour process Mm -hmm. of emotional and mental recovery that i respect now more i I used to i think again i just think it was just me yeah and then i got to know other guys who were more experienced than i more talented than i am more impactful than i am and they experienced the same thing and so now i understand the biological implications so i say that because i go a summer I go eight weeks and I don't speak. There is an emotional navigation I have to go through because my body, I think, is craving that adrenal hit. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Once I get to where I'm speaking again, my addict body is is it's, it's better. <laughs> it feels better. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. And you know, like like I, I, uh, I think it's helped me understand that. If I ever retire, which I'm not sure if I will, uh, there there will be a challenge for me. And now I get it. Mm-hmm. I'll, my body will have to go through a transition. I'm not sure if I'll ever retire anyway. But mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a real uh, adrenal surge that comes with speaking in front of a thousand people three times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be on. Like for the moment I wake up on sun- Saturday morning. I'm amping up mm-hmm. on the inside. Your mom sees it. We, she, she, as you know, she uh, years ago called it PMS, pre-message syndrome. <laughs> she, that's what she called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, PMS, don't you? <laughs> Which I could never make that joke, but it was okay for her to make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have it as bad as I used to have it, but I do have that. Just that. It's that prep of being sharp and. Mm-hmm. You know, if I used a manuscript where I just read in front of people, it wouldn't be as hard. But you got to be, you just got to be on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know this that I had a first time I've ever had a, had a had a allergy attack on Saturday afternoon, so I had to take two Benadryl, mm-hmm. and that sends me to the moon. And uh, I sh- I meant to tell the Saturday crowd that day I am not responsible for anything that comes out of my mouth tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that was weird. Yeah. That was weird. Summer for you. How was how so summer for you? What's in like you know just everything going on? How has it been for you? Uh, huge week this week for you. You're starting school. Football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's well, all, there, that's there, all there, I have there's in my that mind. little thing called football Saturday's starting, coming. which we're all waiting for. Saturday's and uh, but you you I I just think this is fantastic. This is so you. You know, you are the kind of person that you fall into a pile of horse crap and you come out smelling like a rose man <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing your ability but also if you don't know it chucksters austin was accepted into a master of divinity program 
at uh, Western Master University. Master of Arts program. Master of Arts. Pro- I'm sorry. Yeah, did I say a Master yeah. of Arts program? At Western University, and he doesn't have an undergraduate degree, but because of your writing skills, really, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that, they accepted you into it. Also, it's it's uh, for those of you you need to do it more often. I've tried to do it in my adult life as much as I can and grow in it, which is just ask for things. It um, really catches people off guard a lot of the time, and they'll just give ask you what you want. Ask and you shall receive. And they'll give you what Seek you want, and you will find. Knocking the I, door will be open. You I have ask not for because you ask not. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I do. I ask for things all the time, and so I called seminaries and said, "Hey." Um, I write uh, moderately well, and I read a lot more than the average person. Can I come uh, to slightly? Your, can I re- can I come to your uh, uh, graduate school? And so I just started asking, and uh, a couple of them. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you know, we can figure something out for you to. Obviously, there was a lot of hoops I jumped through with. I wrote a 13 lot. Thirteen papers. I wrote a lot of essays um, in spring and early summer. A lot. And uh, so I I worked and demonstrated quite a bit, but it, it was a result of just saying, "Hey, I don't I don't have um, any experience, but uh, I think I can do this. Can I have it?" And so uh, yeah, I was accepted into Western Seminary's Master of the Arts of Biblical and Theological Studies uh, program, fifty six credits uh, for the next few years, and I'll be doing that. And I've I've started this week. And uh, do I have to call you a master? <laughs> when no. you're done, uh, and yeah, you know, did you ever see Young Frankenstein? Master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm doing that, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm having a blast. I, you oh, know, I, awesome. I, I, you do, you love it, man. I like, I've, I've gotten to read 50 pages from a dictionary this last two days, and I've just found it's just so much fun. I've you know, watched three lectures and written about them already, and uh, so I'm, I'm taking it slow. I'm doing two courses right now. Um, but uh, you know, I'll probably continue to take it slow, being mm-hmm. full time, and uh, and everything. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. It's fantastic. About it, mm-hmm. And I, you know, yeah, I, I it's you. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've always really loved about communication is the preparation. I love the study. You mm-hmm. know, the uh, the study. Bob Russell built that into me early on, and you have that in spades. You love the study part. Mm-hmm. When you do a presentation, you will bring so much more behind that podium than you're able to deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So when Jesus said, he said, uh, when a teacher is well-formed, they will draw from their treasures deep. Mm-hmm. You know, both old and new. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, today I think you're on this journey to, you know, you, you just, you're going to have a deep treasure yeah. chest, a well to draw from. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I look forward to calling you Doctor McMahon today. You crazy, <laughs> Doctor Jones. You crazy, Doctor Jones. You. you. <laughs> I look forward to calling you Doctor McMahon someday. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Well, we've run out of time in our meanderings. I, I told you, I warned you, Chucksters yeah. and Chuckettes, that if I got started talking about Martha's Vineyard, there'd be no stopping me. <laughs> and uh, this could be a two-hour podcast today with ease. But we won't keep you next week, Austin. Tell the again what we're going to focus on next week because it is pivotal for people to share as we're getting the word out about reaching students. Yeah, so we're in a series at Southwark called the Road Warriors, and it's shedding light on the importance of um, students, um, not uh, as opposed to. 
paving the, ra- the road for your child um, instead of that, preparing the r- child for the road. So uh, it leads into the player's box ministry of uh, prepping students, the psychological side of students and their athletics, academics, and arts, and preparing them for the road as opposed to just, as I said, making it uh, as easy as possible. So you're teaching out of the book of Hebrews. And uh, so, but anyway, there's a lot of, uh, there's been a number number of people that have asked for us to talk about Unchucked. I, which I said we kind of talk about it every week if you mm-hmm. listen. But um, we it's our story. It came out of our story, right? Yeah, that's how Chuck started. Was the, a few years ago, the low pressure systems, which was preceded the players' box and all this um, this whole curriculum, really, um, for you. And uh, so, yeah, I think in the next couple of weeks, just as you, this is a short series, Road Warriors. So we'll. We'll try to talk about it a little bit. Um, some things that maybe you don't have time or you know didn't get to in the series. Maybe we could talk yeah, about yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we'll just get on with the season. I mean, it's it's football time for football guys and full of diet Dr Pepper and you That's know right, wings baby. and <laughs> I don't yeah. know it's the best time of the year, right? Yeah, I'm cautiously Baker, optimistic. Baker, the Browns, and I know, yeah, it's I good, know. A, lot, a lot a lot to talk about this year. We do. We have a lot to talk about. So. Chucksters and Chuckettes, it's really good to have you back and really good to be with you. We will talk to you next week.